Welcome to Birdland tonight for game six as the Orioles lost again as Pocket Watch is putting it already in the YouTube chat. It's like old times, but it feels closer. We'll get to that feels closer time. It definitely feels like old times. John Means, uh, it's John Means Day. Every day John Means pitches, it feels like the Orioles have an opportunity to win the game. And John Means put them in that position. He went out early with some forearm soreness, so that's a problem. And that's something we'll talk about because that feels like old times. Because he went on the I.L. last year. So, in uh, June. So, we're going to talk about that. Um, James pointed out, tough loss in more ways than one. That would be in reference also to the John Means injury. Uh, Continue issues with the bats. The Orioles lost. I guess I should start with an overview. If, if you didn't just watch the game, if you're taking a listen on uh, what's smart Thursday morning, the Orioles lost again, four to two, against the Brewers. The Orioles, uh, the Brewers scored two runs on John Means in the second. The Orioles came back and got those two runs back in the eighth, and then Lopez in the ninth blew it and gave up two runs. So the Orioles could not come back, though they tried and got men on base, but you know how men on base and the Orioles' bats go this year. So the Orioles lost 4-2 to in what was looking to be a pretty quick game, and then it slowed down there in the 8th and ninth. But still, got that game in in three hours, a little bit shorter than, uh, than yesterday. So let's talk about, you know what? Let's just talk about John Means, because John Means always gives you a chance, and John Means with this soreness is a problem. So let's first focus on the good, what John Means did today. Uh, He retired the Brewers in order with 12 pitches in the first inning, 18 pitches and gave up two runs in the second inning, nine pitches in the third inning, 12 pitches in the fourth. That's great, especially when we've all been there. We've all been in the 25-30 pitch uh, innings where we're like, the problem is this guy uses too many pitches to get through the game. Good numbers there with the pitch count. Problem is that they pulled him out at that point because of left forearm tightness. We don't have all the other details with it, but he went with a, on the IL last year was a left shoulder strain on June 5th, and that strain did not bring him back until July 20th. Um, He also had that same issue in 2020. So big concern there. Yes, that's all left shoulder. Now they're saying left forearm. Either way, it's the only real pitcher we have. 51 pitches through four innings. I mean, that might be on pace with some of his best games. I have to look at that no-hitter game he threw last year, but it might be on pace with that because 51 through 4 is outstanding. But here's where the here's where the more losses, tough loss in more ways than one, as James put it in the YouTube chat. By the way, guys, Birdland tonight, it's the only fan-driven Baltimore Orioles post-game show. It's the perfect show for you out-of-town fans, for you fans that are frustrated after these losses. Because you can head on over to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter and watch the show. All by 
using the uh, tag Birdland Sports. That's our account on all of those. So go give it a follow. As you comment in, those comments come into me, and you guys direct the show. You lead the show. This show is about the Oriole fan, and we want to hear from you. You can head on over to BirdlandTonight.com or BirdlandSports.com, where you see Birdland Sports. You'll see a whole bunch of other Baltimore-based shows that we support and help out. So... This is all about you, the Oriole fan, and we want to hear from you. Get in those chats, send me some feedback, steer the show, let me know your frustrations, let me know what you think we can talk about. If you want to come on here and host with me one one night, try out the conversation like this back and forth, send me a DM over on Twitter at Josh Sirocco, or send me an email uh, at birdlandsports at gmail.com, and I'll connect you up. But we're also going to focus each week on a different Orioles fan account that you guys should be following. And if you listen to yesterday's show, we're pushing O's card giveaways. Because that's what they do. They give away Oriole cards every day. Go follow O's card giveaways on Twitter. Each day they give away Oriole cards. I mentioned yesterday I got a Calvert Jr. one from them. Uh, just by following them before I started really promoting them or anything. So check that out. Um, Anyway, give them a follow on Twitter. Make sure you're following Birdland Sports on all your social media, as I mentioned, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and get in on the show. As Pocket Watch is pointing out, these post-game chats can be very cathartic. See, he's using a big word because he knows I struggle with, with tough names. Uh, but everyone knows that we need that more now than ever. No commitment to doing this every day. I'm doing this as much as I can. More people that want to get involved, the more games we do it. But you know, as far and just like me, that last year it got tough to watch the Orioles in the second half of the season. But we're closer, as Pocket Watch pointed out earlier. We are closer, and that means that the second half of the season might be fun because we're going to be even closer. So anyway, John Means goes out. Question is, what happens if John Means goes on the IL? I'm not saying he's on the IL. I'm saying history tells us John Means could be going on the IL after putting us in a great space to win this game and a great opportunity. But let's come back to that because every answer to that is ugly. Unless you're telling me Grayson Rodriguez and D.L. Hall are going to come up and start pitching and join this uh, starting rotation, every other answer you give me is ugly. Dean Kramer? Oh, we just lost him, what, three days ago? I was at that Tampa game. I was watching him in the bullpen, excited he was going to come out. Saw him throw like five pitches and go to the dugout. And I turned to my fiance and said, something's wrong with Kramer. Turns out he was hurt. So we got that going down. Um... To lose Kramer and Means in the same week would be really tough because now you're looking at Aiken. Um, Lopez, I guess, could come back. Um, Watkins. Were any of us impressed with Watkins yesterday? Matt Harvey. Is he in shape yet? We just signed him to a minor league deal. I don't know what type of shape he was in preseason, but he wasn't at spring training. So we got this short in spring training. Uh, we got the minor leagues in full effect. And we've got Kramer, who was in line to fill in some of these starts, down. And perhaps we got Means. The bullpen's a bright spot. The bullpen has been good outside of Sunday. Sunday was ugly. Outside of that, the bullpen's a bright spot. Even tonight, Lopez gave up the two runs. But other than that, the bullpen was pretty good. Cramble comes in, pitches one inning, perfect inning, no hits. 
Tate comes in after him, goes two innings, gives up one hit, gets a strikeout. Batista, who Felix Batista might be my favorite guy to watch right now out of the pen. He is so much fun. He's throwing the ball in those high 90s, just loving him coming out. King Felix, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I do. He's retired, though. We got a new King Felix in town, and it's Felix Batista here in Baltimore. I'd love to see what Felix Batista could do and where he could fit out of this bullpen when we have a real starting pitcher. Like, if John Means didn't hurt himself, and then he was on pace to be able to go six innings, that means you then have Felix Batista coming in for the seventh, or let's say you get Tate coming in for the seventh, Batista in for the eighth, then, I don't know, Lopez for the ninth, maybe maybe Batista becomes your closer. I don't know. He's throwing the ball really good. I just don't know if I want to limit Batista because I like watching Batista. I don't know if I want to limit him to a closer role on a team that probably won't be in the position very often to use a closer. But Tate looked good, too. So Tate, two innings. Batista, one inning. Batista... Did give up a hit. Lopez, like we mentioned before, came in for the ninth, gave up three hits, two runs, walked one guy, not a great outing from Lopez, and then Paul Fry came in to finish the game, and even he gave up a walk because it's Orioles. So I don't know. I, I like Robbie's pointing out maybe that maybe a possible setup dude with that high velocity. I like that. I like the idea of I've talked in the past about how I like when you have your starter, and your starter goes six, and then he's starting to slow down to bring in a guy with high velocity in that seven-eight roll, because he's throwing the ball hard, and then you get your ninth inning specialty specialist just right when they start to adjust to the high velocity guy throwing in the in the seven and eight. So I like that role for Batista, but we need starting pitcher that can pitching that can get to that position. So they're, they're, we're six games in. And we were overusing the bullpen. And I get that part of it is taking it easy on the starting pitching. But part of it is also means went out early today because of injury. Kramer got knocked out of the bullpen because of injury. Watkins was set up to be a, a uh, piggyback in and not be a real starter. It, that was game. Our fifth rotation guy is set up to be. Let's let the bullpen handle the fifth game. If your bullpen's handling the fifth game, then they're going to be worn out if they got to get through a whole game. The only way you can do that is if your other guys are good enough that they can hang in there. That they don't. That you don't need all your bullpen guys the other four days. Uh, let's take a break and we'll come right back. I got to catch my breath and grab a drink. All right, guys, we, I think we covered the pen enough. We have to, have to, have to talk about the, the plate appearances because we can't hit the ball. We're struggling. I hammered him yesterday about runners in scoring position. Yesterday, we were one for 13 with runners in scoring position. Have you guys counted what we were today? In a game that, again, was completely winnable. Yesterday, we lost by one run. Today, we lost by two runs. Those are winnable games if you hit the ball. Yesterday, we were one for 13 with runners in scoring position. 
Today we were one for eight. We left seven guys on the base. That puts our season total at five for 55. Um, that's one for every 11. That ain't good. That's <laughs> I'm trying to do the math in my head. If you have ba- if you have batters, if you have runners on base, let's say you get a hit every one out of every eleven, you have runners in scoring position. So let's say you get runners in scoring position with no outs. It's going to take you four innings to get a hit. Figuring that there's three outs per inning, and your guys go out, 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 out. Four innings until you get a hit. I don't know what we, I don't know what we do with it, and that's if we start every inning with guys in scoring position. We put guys in scoring position. We can't knock them in, and it's not the wall's fault. We, I'm not going to play that blame, even with Mancini's double there yesterday. I'm, I will say I'm amazed how little we've seen the ball hit over there. For as much as we talked about the uh, left field wall on the off season. Haven't really seen it affect anything yet, except for that one hit by Mancini. Uh, let's see. Let's look at just tonight's game. Tonight's game, clearly we got two RBIs. We struck out ten times. Ten strikeouts is ridiculous. Uh, Mateo twice. Hayes twice. Ben Boom once. Mullins once. Mountcastle once. Mancini once. Urias once. Odor once. It ain't good. So many strikeouts, and I get there's been a ton of strikeouts across the board. It seems like baseball has its ups and downs uh, as far as, you know, the offense drives, now the pitching dominates. And right now with the early short and spring training, it seems like pitching is ahead of the offense. And I get that. It's still not acceptable. I don't care what the other teams are doing. I only care about my, what my Orioles are doing. And they're ugly. Um... They're saying this means thing is, I just read it on Twitter, Dan Connolly saying mean was removed for precautionary reasons after feeling tightness in the forearms starting in the third, and he brought it up to the trainers. He's going to undergo an exam tomorrow. Let's all be praying about that and make sure that we'll be okay, uh, that he'll be okay tomorrow. Um, and yeah, James, James is right. He's pointing out that Burns got eight of those strikeouts. He did win the Cy Young last year. I understand that. I get that. It's, and if this was a one-night thing, I can understand that. I played a softball game tonight where the other team scored 30 runs on us. We played the worst game I think my team has ever played. Bad games happen. But what we're seeing with the Orioles in this small sample size of six games, sorry, we're doing a post-game show. We're going to overanalyze every game, let alone six games in. But six games in, and what we know about this team is we like to strike out. That, all, that we strike out way too much, that we're, uh, what did I say, Eleven, five for 55, I almost gave us too much credit there, five for 55 with the runners in scoring position, and we're losing close games. So, uh, pocket watch, no, unfortunately, it was not me playing softball against the team, but it had some pro ball players. Uh, that's in a couple weeks. But, um, we haven't, been blown out, excluding Sunday, which the two to eight loss. Uh, not, was that two to eight? No, zero to eight. Friday we lost one to two, winnable game. Saturday three to five loss, winnable game. 
Sunday, I'll give you zero to eight. We got blown up. Our bullpen fell apart. Everyone fell apart. Monday, we won two nothing. Uh, Tuesday, lost four five. Winnable game. Wednesday, lost two to four. Winnable games. Most of these games have been winnable. The problem, we scored one, four, six, ten, twelve runs this season. Six games in, and we've scored twelve runs. That's a pattern. <laughs> We're a weekend of baseball, and we've scored twelve runs. That's really, really bad. These games have all been win- winnable, which then makes brings up the, what we talked about at the start of this conversation, that we are close, that we are closer, that every day feels closer. But we also have to remember, look at this team. We went through the offseason thinking, hey, maybe it's time to sign someone. We signed Jordan Lyles and nobody else. I'm not counting Rogador. Does he have an even a hit today, this, this week? Rogador does not deserve to be on this team. He's on this team because we thought maybe he'd string something together and we could trade him. Get rid of him. I'm tired of watching him. I want to see the young guys play because we're close. I would like to know. We will never know. But you also have to remember that I'd like to know what it would have been like if uh, Adley Rushman started on open day. I get we're putting a lot on a rookie. We're expecting this guy to come up and be a star immediately. But he's, he's got a pattern that what's the difference if, uh, if Adley comes to the plate instead of Beboom or Chirino? I would like to think that we're a better team with Adley. And maybe with Adley, we get a couple more hits. Maybe with Adley, we score another run or two. And I think we could get one of these close games would have been a win with Adley. Lots of questions about where's Adley now. We'll find out because he's not even at extended spring yet, which is concerning because we were hoping to get him in pretty soon. Hopefully that injury is not a big deal. Good news is we all know this season's going to be bad. This season we're looking at little things. And you know what? If you want to look at little things, let's focus on the positives. Bauman, Batista, Tate, uh, who am I missing? Guys have looked good in the bullpen. We can focus on those positives. Cedric Mullins and Mancini are starting to hit the ball. Start, we can look at these positives. And you're right. Who, who's posting this out? Robbie, yes, both teams have great pitching. I mean, we faced the Cy Young tonight. The Rays are constantly talked about being one of the better pitchers, <coughs> pitching teams. So, that's good. What that means is our pitching and our defense has been good. It also makes you wonder if other teams are also just in general the the uh, pitchings ahead of the the bats. But it's things for the Orioles. Even though in our hearts, in our deepest minds, we all know the Orioles are bad this year. We all know that it's going to that what we're doing is getting closer and waiting for Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall, and Adley Rushman. I mean, I'm even hoping that by the end of the summer we get to see Gunnar Henderson up here because all those guys make next year fun. They are going to make this year fun in preparation for next year. Minor league, the minor leagues are playing great. 
Norfolk's been fun to watch. If you you should check out the MI, MILB app. Yeah, even if and if you want to pay for the games, I haven't paid this year, but I did last year, and it was like twenty bucks. Totally worth it. Some of the cameras suck. Deal with that. But you still get to see little shots of these prospects. So, um, I think that's all my takeaways from today. Tomorrow's an off day, and then the Yankees come to town. Let's take one more break. Let me reset, and then we'll uh, we'll see if there's something we want to look forward to the Yankees or what we want to do or what to watch for this weekend. Let's talk in just a moment. Just going through, looking at the schedule. The Yankees pitchers are all TBD for the weekend. But we know who it is for the Orioles because we got our rotation down. We got two, three, and four going up. So that means we got Lyles on Friday, Wells on Saturday, and Zimmerman on Sunday. Zimmerman looked great at the home opener. Very pleased with Zimmerman. I'll put him in that list of a positive. Uh, But as far as the New York Yankees, they're the New York Yankees. They've been looking good. Let's see what they did tonight. Let's see. You got to scroll. Ah, they lost, but they lost because they were playing the Blue Jays, who clearly are one of the favorites to uh, to win it all this year. So, tough, tough week. We knew that. Really tough weekend coming up with the Yankees. We understand that. We know that's what it's going to be like. Um, Birdland tonight will be back here on Friday night. Yeah, Cole just pitched, so we're going to miss him. That's good news. But it's still the New York Yankees. It's the New York Yankees coming to Baltimore. And I know this post-game show is really designed for out-of-towners, though I'm hoping you guys in Baltimore are enjoying this too. If you are in the Baltimore area, please go to Camden Yards. We know all the Yankee fans are going to come. Everyone's kind of moved on from COVID stuff. The stadium is allowing everyone in. But it's been nice this week. To in these big parts in the 8th and ninth inning where the Orioles have a chance to get some hits to hear the let's go O's chance. And I know it's all close shots. I know the stadium's not full. I know it's small crowds. But it's so much fun to hear the fans back in the stadium. I do not want to this weekend hear the Yankee fans. I'm tired of that. We all are tired of that. Let's hope that this first weekend in Baltimore that Baltimore fans can show up and Baltimore fans can outroot the Yankees and make it exciting. And maybe, I mean, the Brewers are a good team. The Rays are a good team, and we played both of them close. I'd like to get another win. We, we got the Yankees. We know the Yankees well. Maybe we can play them close as well. Either way, Birdland tonight's going to be here. I'll be back on Friday night. I'm working on recruiting some more hosts. If it's just me for the season, it'll be me and James and Pocket Watch and Robbie and uh, whoever else I'm missing over here in the chat. Guys, oh, James, guys, thanks for uh, hanging in here. Thanks for joining. And I'll talk to you guys on Friday night.